Hello, hello. My name is Michael, and I welcome you to What's Your Career, where careers are examined one at a time. Today's guest features Skylar Robinson. Skylar is a geologist, not something you hear every day. So I'm excited to talk to him about his career path. Uh, he loves his career. And the fun part about it is he found it through a very interesting path, which I hope you'll enjoy later on in the interview. Now, I have to confess, Skylar is a great friend of mine. And in fact, we went to school together, studied the same things, took the same classes, and basically got the same degrees. I'm a geologist, just like he is, and we have very similar jobs. So to do this interview, I pretended like I didn't even know him. I wanted to ask him some basic questions that I would ask anybody else in an interview like this one. So with that being said, let's jump to the interview. Thanks for joining. All right, Skylar, Skylar Robinson, how are you doing? Hey, Michael, I'm doing good. How are you? Excellent. Thanks for joining us on What's Your Career? So to get started here, uh, I got a couple of quick questions that I like to start out with at the beginning. So okay. first, what is your job title? My job title? Well, I've kind of got a couple. I've got one that I like to claim as my own, and then I've got one that my company likes to call me. So technically, <laughs> um, I'm an engineer, geologist, scientist. Um, and oh, wow. Yeah, that's that's kind of my and there's even you know there's forward slashes in there even so it's pretty complicated. Um, so you but, you have many hats on it sounds like with that with that title. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some days I'm expected to be an engineer, which I really have no idea what I'm doing, and some days I'm doing what I know how to do, which is which is geology. So that's you know that's kind of my background, and that's what I like to call myself as a hydrogeologist. So studying studying water and how it moves through the ground, but um so yeah yeah Both all right types. all right we'll we'll, we'll get into that Let, I, i'm curious to learn more about that but uh let's see how many years have you been a working professional i am fresh out of the gates as of 2019 so it's almost two years now um yeah in a couple of months i'll be at two years okay and did you have any previous um, full-time work experience? Um, if you call internships full-time, I had uh, a couple of internships, one working as a uh, kind of just a, you know, slave labor, you might call it. Working <laughs> sure. Okay. As, I was uh, working with on a drill rig and uh, so you're moving pipes around and you're um, just yeah, pretty pretty manual labor. I got to do some welding in there, so that was fun. But you know, that's related to this field. It's not exactly what I do. Um, and then another time, I worked more of along the lines of what I'm doing now, uh, sitting at a computer all day, which is entirely the you know and the exact opposite of, of the slave labor. But right, um, yeah. But yeah, okay. so those two jobs before now. Okay. All right. And Real quick, let's go through these other two questions, and then we'll kind of jump into your history. Uh, mm -hmm. How would you rate your job function currently, before we get into the details, from 1 to 10? 1 being, oh, it's terrible, I can't stand it, and 10 would be maybe your dream job. You know, 
feel like this isn't common and it's probably not expected, um, especially right out of college. But I honestly feel like I've got a nine right now, an eight or a nine. Wow. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. First job out of college, if I understand right, and you you've got a nine or a ten, so you're you're loving work. That's awesome. Good to hear. Yeah. Um, how how would you rate? I guess this this kind of is similar, but maybe a little different. How would you rate your your job happiness? Your happiness in your job. Uh, so separate from your function, but but how happy are you at work from one to ten? Yeah, no, that's that's <laughs> a good distinction. Um, it definitely depends on the day, but I would probably say, you know, most days I'm at a, I'll call it a seven or an eight. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, now let, let's kind of back up a little bit and uh, let's talk about uh, what happened post high school did you go to college did you get a degree advanced degrees tell me real quick about that sure yeah so uh right out of college i kind of just took all the general classes and was exploring any possible class that looked interesting um i served a mission for my church um and there when i was there i kind of realized that what i what I really liked all growing up and what I did as a kid is I stared at maps all the time. Uh, maps? Like what, what kind of maps did you look at? I, oh, Google Earth. Interesting. Google Earth. Oh, Google Earth. Favorite. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. Yes. Me and Google Earth have had a quite a long relationship, actually. Interesting. That That's very unique. I, I like that. That's cool. All right. Yeah. So I was on my mission and I, I decided that's what, you know, that's what, I should take some classes, some geography classes. So I got to school after I was done with that and took a whole semester of straight geography classes, basically. And uh, realized that geography is good. Um, it didn't really have a solid career path afterwards with a lot of demand. Uh, I had a friend actually in one of my classes who was a geologist and he said I should get into that, and that there was a lot of demand for that, and sounded interesting. And they still okay, use yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Let me cut you off real quick. <laughs> you said um, you took geography yep, classes, yep. which which right is like the study of like the surface of the earth, and uh, yep, there's yep. also like human geography, if I understand right. But you just said you talked to a geologist, right? Which is a rock yeah. rock man, right? Rock man, yes. Uh -huh. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Keep on. Keep on going. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a little bit different. So he studies under the ground. I studied on top of the ground, but um, it seemed like there was a lot of overlap. Um, so I thought I'd give it a try, and uh, I switched majors. And yeah, I realized that there was a lot of mapping that went on. I actually didn't like the rocks that much at first. And it took some hmm. getting used to, <laughs> but I uh, still liked the mapping. Um, so, and it turns out they do a lot of mapping in geology. So it, it's a win-win after all. And I actually kind of like rocks now. Huh. So can you like tell me the chemical formula of like cool minerals and gemstones and whatnot? Well, sure. Of course. Awesome. You know, as a kid, I think a lot of us, you know, are always fascinated with rocks and we play with rocks and we, we ask our uncles and our moms and dads, and 
you know, what kind of rock is this? What kind of rock is that? And, you know, I, I, I think a lot of kids have that kind of imagination and that interest, but I think that fades a lot as, as people grow older and, you know, you don't hear of too many geologists out there. So that, that's real cool. So, so you got a degree in geology. Is that right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then what did you do after you got your bachelor's degree in geology? Yeah. So, uh, did the, did the geology undergrad and decided that in order to, you know, have a, have a good career in the things that I wanted to do with geology, I kind of needed to take it up to the next level and get a, at least a master's degree, if not a doctorate. So I decided I was going to go for a master's and, uh, yeah, dove into that and it worked out and it was, it was definitely a lot different than the undergrad experience, but, um, very eye-opening. So what did, what did you have to do for your master's or I guess what benefit did you get from the master's degree versus just the bachelor's degree? It's, you know, it's really, and probably anyone who's done an upper level degree is going to tell you the same thing, but it's a lot different. It's it's probably more like a job than just taking classes because you're, you know, you're expected to figure stuff out on your own, and um, there's just a lot of independent learning and self motivated learning that you do. That's um, not really, you know, when you're doing your bachelor's, it's it's pretty guided, kind of like high school. Whereas when you get into the upper level stuff, it's a lot more on your own, and and you've got to be the one who wants to do it to get it done. So that definitely taught me to you know, to stay self-motivated there. Right, right. Okay. So do you feel like your advanced degree, your master's degree in in geology, right? Just geology? Yep, yep. Just geology. Okay. Do you feel like that degree helped you get your current job or could you have gotten a similar job with only a bachelor's degree? Um, you know, for what I'm doing now, it would be it'd be pretty tough to come in with a bachelor's degree. Um, there's not necessarily a whole lot more that you learn after your bachelor's, but you're just involved with um, all that, you know, all that learning. You're, you're applying it so much that uh, it, it gives you the experience that you need to actually work in a job um, in that, in that skill set and that, huh? you know, in that field. Awesome. Okay. Well, that's good. So, so you got your master's degree and then you landed, if I understand right, your current job. And that was, you know, about two years ago, you landed this job that you're in right after your master's degree finished, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. And so now that you've been in your job for a couple of years, what's the main function of your job? What do you do for... F- 40 plus hours a week. And I guess how much do you work a week? Yeah, that's, that is a good question. You know, honestly, when, when you're in school, that's what you want to know. And no one seems to give you a straight answer. So hopefully I can actually give you a a good answer. But um, most of my weeks, uh, I'll probably work anywhere between if I'm just, yeah. So most of my weeks, let's say 80% of my weeks are at a computer and I'll spend anywhere between 40 and let's say 55 ish hours a week. Um, And a lot of what I'm doing is both uh, reporting 
um, for so the EPA, for example, they're an organization that you know they have a lot of guidelines that companies and such have to meet. And so we're putting we're doing these regulatory reports for other companies who are consulting for other companies. And then also we do a lot of lawsuit work. So what I'm actually doing is you know researching groundwater concentrations and trying to figure out what the water quality is um, underground essentially. And it's most of the time done on the computer. Okay. Okay. So you're, you're a consulting company. And so you, you offer your services to, to who, who, who are your clients, I guess. Yeah. So you've got, you know, Jim Brown has a, started up a chemical plant in uh, 1942 and he said, Oh, this is great. You know, we're making lots of money. We're pumping out all this awesome product and, uh, Oh, and all the, all the bad batches, let's just stick out back and let's just dump it down the, down the well. And so he did that for a few years. And, uh, then in about the eighties, you know, he said, well, we probably shouldn't do this anymore. It seems like our water's tasting a little funny. Um, so Jim, you know, his grandson now owns the business and uh, his grandson says, hey, uh, grandpa, we actually got to take care of this stuff that you guys dumped back in, you know, 1942. And uh, so Jim Brown's grandson, Charles, you know, he's the one hiring us and helping us, helping him. He, we're trying to help him, you know, go to the EPA and say, oh, you know, we're not terrible. And we just didn't know back then that that would happen. So let's uh let's make peace and make sure that nobody's getting sick. So that's kind of the gist of what's going on there. Huh? Very interesting. So companies look to hire you uh, to, to make sure their, their groundwater is clean. Is that, that more or less what, what we're going after here? Do you deal with any, I guess you don't really deal with rocks very much. I, that's what I thought you'd do as a geologist, but you're just focused on the groundwater primarily. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so groundwater turns out it flows through rocks underground. Um, okay. So, so yes, to you know, we're we're called a hydrologist or hydrogeologist because we're we have to know what kind of rocks or soil that the the water underground is moving through so that we can know, you know, which direction it's going and, and how to stop it from getting over to the, um, you know, to, to Jim Brown's neighbor. Um, he's got a well as well, and we don't want his well to get contaminated with Jim Brown's um, chemicals. So we got to make sure it stops before it gets over there, for example. Huh. All right. That That's, that's cool. And I, I assume a lot of your work is driven by regulations or, or is it just out of the goodness of Jim Brown's heart, so to say that he wants to keep the groundwater clean? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's definitely regulatory because uh, the EPA looks at Jim Brown and says, Hey, uh, you know, your, your neighbor over there, his water's also tasting a little funny. Um, so let's talk about that. And if we don't talk about it, we're going to shut you down. So, so you know, Jim Brown, he doesn't mess. He likes his neighbor. He doesn't want his neighbor to be sick. But at the same time, he wants to keep his chemical plant. You know, he wants to give it to his grandson so his grandson can can make a good living. And um, you know, he's got to got to keep the EPA happy if he wants to do that. So, huh? 
And so most of the time while you're at work, you are working with clients, you are on the phone discussing projects, working on uh, talking about what needs to happen, how you're going to clean the groundwater, and uh, writing reports. Is that kind of uh, the gist of what your job function is? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, earlier I said 80% of the week-to-week, day-to-day is uh, on the computer. And so Jim Brown gives us a call and and uh, wants us to look, you know, do some do some work on the computer to see what we can find. You know, what's happened historically? Where did they dump it? Which way is the groundwater moving? That's all stuff that we do, you know, on the computer in the office. And then, you know, the other 20% is scheduling and and uh, getting a driller to come out and to drill a couple of holes. And then we'll go out there, and this is still the 20% of the time, we'll go out into the field, actually, and we'll take some groundwater samples. And we'll pump out the groundwater and take it to the lab, and they'll tell us if it's good or if it's bad. And if it's bad, we'll spend some more time on the computer to try to figure out how to resolve it. And if it's good, then we'll write up a nice little report on the computer, you know, the 80%, and and we'll t- tell the EPA that everything is hunky-dory. So, Interesting. Yeah. So you, you actually go out to people's properties and, and work on evaluating the, the groundwater? Is that is that true? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. And that's part of that 20% of your time. You're, you're actually out there um, drilling wells and installing wells and collecting groundwater samples. Yep. That's yep, exactly. Wow. So, so which part of your job do you like more? What would you, what would you rather be doing on a, on a perfect day at work? Where would you be and what would you be doing? You know, as long as there's a map involved, it doesn't matter too much. <laughs> you just want to look at a map all day. I just want to look at a map. Yeah. I just you know, out. most most people would not say that. You know, you're pretty unique there. I don't. I, I can't say I've talked to anybody ever that says they want to look at a map all day. I mean, <laughs> really uh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Why do you yeah. like looking at a map so much? You know, I don't. I don't really know. It's just part of me i guess and uh what yes, about I mean, the map interests you do you like to look at like where roads are or like mountain features what t- what type of map do you interest you the most yeah well i mean you know i i just i guess i kind of like the stories along with maps so for example um you know there's there's different mapping features you can do so where you can you can put different maps on top of each other and they'll kind of tell a story where you can take, uh, you know, if you stack them on top with, you know, this is what happened back in 1950 and this is what happened to, to this is what happened today. And this is what's um, changed through time. It's yeah. So it's kind of, I do like knowing where things are. I know like, I, I like to know where I'm at, but I also like to know what, is going on at that site and that's all spatial and so whether it's a 2d map that you're just looking at or whether it's you know a cross section underground it kind of all just tells one big story and it's just fun to it's fun to learn the different stories of different areas huh so i assume if your best day of work is is looking at maps then your worst days of work are probably not looking at maps am i right (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, tell, tell me, tell me about some of your some of your bad days at work. What is it? What is a horrible day for you? You know, I can't just say that I've had any awful days at work, um, but I will say that when you have to, you know, uh, go through a spreadsheet and uh, you know check. Sometimes, you know, as engineers, I'm more on the geology side, and I would say we're a little bit more. You know, we we like to round. Engineers like to have the decimal points and geologists like to round. Um, so sometimes when we have a report, you know, we got to make sure that all the numbers are accurate. We don't want to send out an engineering report that's got, you know, incorrect numbers. So it takes somebody to, to you know, do the QCQA on that. And I uh, can't say. Wait, wait, wait. What, what is a QCQA? Oh, yes, yes. So, you know, quality control. We got to make sure that the numbers um are correct so somebody does a calculation we got to make sure that that calculation looks good because we don't want to okay. be sending out you know c grade f grade reports we want those a and a pluses right so mm, um, okay yeah i mean going through two pages of of uh of numbers just to make sure that they all look okay is uh i wouldn't say it's the most exciting thing i've ever done um and if you can, you know, if you can keep your keep yourself from going blind after a week like that, then you're doing pretty good. Oof, a week of looking at spreadsheets and looking at numbers. I think most people would go a little bit insane. But <laughs> well, you it got sounds like accountants are out there too, though. So you you know. <laughs> well, yeah, you're right. The accountants deal with that all the time, probably. But it sounds like you really like your job, and so that must not be the majority of what you do. Um, you probably spend a lot more time uh, doing things that you enjoy, I guess, which is looking at maps and uh, working on reports, I guess. Do you, are, are you, would you consider yourself a writer? Um, you know, it, it definitely is a, an acquired skill that you have to learn how to be succinct in your writing, but, but also make it interesting to some extent, right? And... Uh, and yeah, I mean, I've definitely been working on that through school to make sure that I can write a decent sentence and not forget my periods and my commas in the right place. <laughs> so, so you you actually enjoy writing, uh, writing these these, I guess, technical, you know, scientific documents. You you enjoy writing that, or is that kind of a burden on you as well? You know that that definitely takes. Uh, takes takes some good thought, so it's maybe a little bit more demanding if you've got a long week of just writing. That's a little bit more demanding than making making some maps or making some figures, which is more fun. Um, but but yeah, I mean, it's it's not bad. Huh. Awesome. Well, that's very interesting, Skylar. I'm I, you know this has been a very enlightening conversation, and I think most people don't know what you what your job function is and and what this sort of career path looks like so um so to kind of summarize a little bit you're you're a geologist at a consulting company and you 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 work um mostly with groundwater to make sure that it's clean and kind of in accordance with with the regulations that are out there um Cool. So where where would you uh, where would you like to see yourself in in maybe ten years from now uh, professionally? Yeah, that is a good question. 
Um, you know, like I said, this is a, a nine on my dream job scale, so it's kind of hard to get, you know, much uh, <laughs> much better than that. But in in a few years, I think I'd like to just oversee some of the projects that I've been doing more of the detailed work on, um, and to try to help others come up to speed. I I also enjoy. Um, you know, teaching people the same things that I love. So uh, I think it would be really fun in a few years to to get to the point where I can train people uh, in doing what I'm doing because yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah, I think, I think most good professionals, once they feel like they've kind of mastered their craft, really want to teach. I think that's a desire of a lot of people. I, you know, a lot of retired folks and older folks uh, want to teach as their second career or, or post-career life. They want to teach because they've acquired so many skills and, and they want to pass that on. And I think that's very natural. And it's it's also very noble to want to uh, to share your knowledge with others. And and that that's awesome to hear that you've been enjoying your work and you want to share that with others. You want to teach other people how to do it and and get other people to like the work that you do, similar to similar to how much you like it. Um, and in talking about other people, uh, what, I guess, what, what type of person would be interested in doing what you do? What, what sort of qualities or, or personality traits would the person need to have in order to, to want to be a geologist and, and consult like you, like you do? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Um, you know, I didn't mention, but one of my other favorite pastimes besides staring at maps all day is um, doing puzzles. And I think puzzles are super fun. So um, I think that is sort of a skill that you need and not just in geology, but in a lot of research oriented uh, fields is that you just have to want to solve puzzles and figure things out to be a geologist because there's a lot of stories with not very many puzzle pieces and you have to try to figure out what the what the picture looks like with only a couple of pieces and so you kind of get to use your imagination and it's it's slightly open-ended as much of a science as it is uh it's it's a little subjective so if you're if you like hard numbers if you like you know decimal places after decimal places after decimal places you should probably be an engineer but if you like to come up with a story and use your use all the knowledge that you know you know use use the science um but kind of craft uh craft a story based on that science then uh and you like to figure things out then that's probably you know you, you would enjoy geology that's very interesting because most of the time when you think about science you're thinking about exact things you think of technical names and calculations and those sort of things. You think of all the equations you took in high school physics and you had to memorize, you know, force equals mass times acceleration and those sort of things. But, but you're almost telling me the opposite for geology uh, in that it's, it's more of a storytelling process more so than maybe a science of equations and numbers and, and such. So so it almost takes like a non-scientist in a way to be a geologist because you've got to be more creative. 
maybe more imaginative storytelling, maybe a little bit history oriented based on our, our example from earlier. Well, yeah. That's real. That's real intriguing. Actually. It almost, you almost have to look the opposite way to what you would normally think of as a, as a scientist. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, we definitely have, um, you know, we've got a lot of equations and there's a lot of science built into it, but at the same time, there's a lot of unknowns that we're trying to figure out still. So. Awesome. Well, I have one, one, maybe two final questions for you. And I know it's been a lot of questions, so thanks for hanging around with me, but, but what's, what's kind of your one big piece of advice uh, for somebody who would like to get to where you are today? And is, you know, is that advice applicable to an uh, 18 year old who's just graduating high school or is it more applicable to a 35 year old who's looking to switch their career? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. Um, and I'll say that a lot of the geologists I know, they don't just jump right in as soon as they turn 18, whereas you might see like a medical student doing that. A lot of the geologists um, that I went to school with were people who had kind of had careers to some extent already, and they had families, and um, they had decided that they didn't like that anymore. And they came back to school for geology of all things. So I can't just say that there's a perfect path because, you know, my path is different than a lot of, you know, career established people uh, that come in later. Um, so, I mean, like you mentioned, a lot of people don't really know what geology is all about. So um, uh, do, do you think you can get into the space of geology without formal schooling in that industry? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good question. Um, no, not in, not in terms of a full fledged geologist, you really need to have some upper level degree or at least a lot of experience with a bachelor's degree to um, kind of be a competent geologist, I would say. Huh? Okay. So let me let me go back to my question then. I guess what's that one piece of advice you would give to the let's just say for the 18-year-old uh going into college. What would be your one piece of advice for that student who who wants to be you in maybe 6 7 years? Sure. Um one piece of advice Sorry, I'm putting you on the spot here. I hope you don't mind too much. Yeah, no, it's it's a good question. It's just, uh, I would probably say to just do what you enjoy. Um, I know that's a very, very typical thing to say, but you know, if I didn't do what I enjoyed, I would I would be burnt out by now for sure. Uh, I've had some long weeks and maybe some monotonous weeks and some some weeks where you kind of bang your head against the wall because you can't figure out an answer. And if you don't enjoy it, then you're just not going to last very long. So no matter what it is, you just gotta, you gotta have some interest in it. You can't just do it for money and you can't just do it because your, your cousin's doing it. You got to do it because you like it. Huh? Very interesting. Thanks for sharing. And, and you know, you're probably right about that. You don't hear of too many geologists who just kind of fell into that role right? It's, it's fairly specific. It's, it's a fairly niche little industry, it sounds like. And so I imagine there's not too many people who just 
woke up one day and accidentally became a geologist. So, so I think your advice is probably true for most of the geologists out there. I think, you know, you intentionally become a geologist. You don't just stumble into that career field. Um, you know, if I, if I've got, if I'm understanding right. Well, cool. Yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say one additional thing was, um, maybe just if you're trying to become a geologist and, uh, maybe because you like rocks, just, just sit down with someone, maybe listen to this, you know, listen to this podcast (laughs) or something along the lines to get a better idea of what an actual geologist does so that you can, um, you know, you can make that more of an option in your life. Well, thanks. I appreciate the plug there. Of course, I want everybody to listen to this podcast and, and hopefully find it valuable. Um, if someone is interested, someone listening on the podcast is interested in learning more about this career path, uh, would, would, they, would you be willing to talk to them? Would, would it be okay if they got in contact with you personally? Yeah, absolutely. As long as they're okay with, you know, listening about, listening to um, a conversation about maps. So (laughs) hopefully we'll find a few. I will include maybe your email address and any other contact information in the show notes below. Thank you so much for joining us, Skylar. I really appreciate it. And uh, that was very interesting conversation. And I'm glad I was able to talk to a geologist today. So thanks for your time. No problem. Thank you.